Do you ever get on Instagram to check something and before you know it, you've spent 20 minutes mindlessly scrolling? Or you need a break from whatever task you're working on, so you check your phone for a little brain break, and next thing you know, you've spent way too long scrolling, and then you regret not using that time for something else? Today, I'm going to be sharing how I stopped wasting time on addictive apps, and the answer is not what you might think. I'm Alex, a screen time mentor for young moms, a mom of two under two, and I'm passionate about being intentional with our screen time so that we can thrive in this media-saturated society. Do you ever find yourself turning to your phone without even thinking about it? Or do you get sucked into scrolling and regret not using that time for something else? You are not alone. I'm Alex, a screen time mentor for young moms, and I'm here to help you get a grip on your own screen time so you can be present, intentional, and live a more fulfilling life. Welcome to the Mindful with Media podcast. My son B is almost two, and he got a Little Tykes basketball hoop for Christmas, and he loves it. He plays with it all day, every day. And he often misses. And so every time he misses, he says, missed. And then immediately after, he says, try again, super excitedly. And it makes me smile every time. I've learned that it's actually exciting when we miss or when we make mistakes because we get to try again. This totally applies to our phone boundaries because phone boundaries are helpful, but they're not enough because we are going to make mistakes while we're managing our phone use. And if we can plan and anticipate that we're going to make mistakes, then we can use those mistakes for our benefit. I want to share some examples. A few weeks ago, I was supposed to be writing a blog post. I had a blog post due the next day, and I I was kind of in a, what's that called? Like I was having writer's block in this blog post. Without even thinking about it, I go get my phone and I check my notifications. And as I'm doing this, I'm like, what am I even doing? I do not need to be checking my notifications. This is the time I'd set aside to be writing my blog post. Instead of just kind of beating myself up, oh, I wasn't supposed to do that, kind of being down, I was excited. And I tried to learn from this quote-unquote shot that I had missed. I took a step back and asked myself, okay, what, what just happened? Why did I do that? I was supposed to be writing this blog post. I was having writer's block and I turned to my phone. Why? It's because I was feeling an uncomfortable emotion. I was feeling overwhelmed. I was kind of in a time crunch. I needed to finish this. And I was nervous about what people would think of what I wrote and if they would like it or not. So I was feeling this uncomfortable emotion. And so my repulsive reaction was to turn to my phone because then I could get a break from these uncomfortable feelings. So once I identified, I was conscious and aware, I was mindful of how I was feeling, then I could take a step and be like, okay, this will likely happen again. I write blog posts all the time and I do uncomfortable tasks and I have uncomfortable feelings all the time. If this happens again, what could I do next time? So let's say I'm writing a blog post next week and I'm having writer's block and I have this urge to open my phone. What could I do next time? But maybe next time, instead of turning to my phone, I could just look at the next task on my to-do list and work on that instead. So I can still get a break from this writer's block that I'm having, but I'm doing something that is more productive and leaves me feeling more fulfilled and satisfied. And so I've done that. I, I mean, as I've been outlining these podcast episodes, I 
have had the urge to open my phone, but I've remembered that experience. And I've said, you know what, I just need a little break from this episode that I'm outlining right now. I'm going to move on to another one and then I'll come back to this one. It's even better to decide a specific point, but I don't always do that. I want to share another story. I have an almost two-year-old son, B, and I have a six-month-old girl, Miss E, and they were both napping. And during that time, I had decided I was going to create a reel and post that on Instagram. So I opened Instagram to find the audio for this specific reel. And immediately, the Instagram algorithm is really good because the first post was really interesting to me. And I started watching whatever that was and reading that caption. And then pretty soon, it had been 15 minutes of me just consuming content and scrolling on Instagram. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot what I was doing on here. I was, I remembered that I had gotten on Instagram to, to find the audio for this reel. And so I kind of laughed at myself and went and found the audio and, and created the reel. But I saw this as another opportunity to learn from what had happened and to, to be mindful about it because I don't want to spend that precious nap time scrolling social media. I want to use that to, to do what I had planned to do. First, I asked, why did this happen? I didn't have a clear plan. I mean, I think I did have a clear plan. I was going to get on Instagram and find this audio, but I got distracted, right? So how can I prevent that from happening next time? I think one thing is often I'll say my purpose of getting on Instagram before I even open the app, but I think I need to say it again as I'm opening it because whatever is right there when I open it is so distracting. Even like as I'm opening it, okay, I'm looking for the audio for this reel. I'm looking for the audio for this reel. I'm looking for this audio for the reel. So repeat it many, many times. The other thing that's helpful, like when I'm opening Instagram for a specific purpose and I don't want to get distracted is I'll, before I can even look at whatever it's going to show me, I'll click on my bio because my profile is way less distracting than whatever else is there, right? That's what I've been doing. Okay, another story. It's really easy for me after I share a post on Instagram, on my Mindful With Media Instagram account, when someone comments or when someone shares that or when someone likes it, that is really validating, right? Like you get this dopamine rush of like, oh, people like the content I created. And so it's really easy if my babies wake up early from their naps and we have a few hours in the afternoon and if I don't have something specifically planned of whether that I'm going to do or if we don't have a plan to get out of the house or if my kids are particularly whiny or just kind of having a rough day, it is so easy for me to want to get back on Instagram during that afternoon slump to seek that validation and to seek that connection and to to have a break from those hard feelings and that slump that I'm in at home. I realized this about myself. I realized that this is a, a, a shot that I miss, quote unquote, frequently. And so I've been trying to be really aware and mindful and conscious of this. And there's a couple of things that I've done to try to prevent this from happening. One, have really clear plans for the afternoon, whether that's outings with friends or playdates or errands that we need to to run or really specific 
tasks at home that I need to do. Another thing, if I'm having this urge, we go outside. So even if it's for like five minutes, especially right now, it's really cold and it takes a lot of time to bundle up the kids. So sometimes we bundle them up and we go on a full on walk, but sometimes we just go outside and we just are in the cold air and it kind of gets us all a restart, a refresh. Another thing that we do when I'm having this urge to have a break from my kids and to get on Instagram is we'll turn on some party music and we'll have a a dance party. And that totally turns our day around. So you can see this is just how I see these mistakes as an opportunity to to learn and to be more intentional about using my phone in a way that aligns with my values and really just accepting and embracing that I'm going to make mistakes. These mistakes are awesome because they help me know how I'm going to improve. Okay, we'll share a few more stories. Here we go. I've started teaching these workshops on all things mindful with media. And the first workshop that I taught, it was a, it was a free workshop and I was so stiff. I knew that I was being recorded and that I was going to be sharing this later. And I was just, I don't know. I was just so stiff and awkward and I felt so embarrassed after I finished the workshop, I ended it and I went, oh, and that the other thing is my my baby girl, she was just a few months old at the time. She was crying during the whole thing. So I could hear her crying in the next room and I could hear my husband trying to help her. And I was trying to like text him and tell him things to try to help her. I did not feel like I provided the workshop that I wanted to. And so I finished that workshop and I go into my husband and I was just so embarrassed. And I said, I'm quitting this. I never want to do this again. And I had the strongest urge to just go scroll Instagram, which is so ironic because I just had taught a workshop on how not to do that. And so I'm feeling this urge so strongly. I just want to not feel any of these uncomfortable, embarrassing emotions. And I just want to go on Instagram and forget it all. But I knew that would not help me to, to feel what I wanted to feel. It would just pacify those emotions temporarily. And so I just told myself, okay, I just need to write down what I'm feeling and then I can get on Instagram. So I always just write in my journal on my notes app because that's the easiest way to do it. And then I just have it right there in my phone. So I opened a new note and I just wrote down everything I was feeling. And then I allowed myself to get on Instagram. And so I still got on Instagram, but just that act of writing down how I was feeling first helped me so much. And then, so that was the first workshop that I taught. And then I was going to be teaching another workshop a month later. And this was a paid workshop. And so I was nervous because the last workshop had not gone how I had wanted it to. And these were people that had paid to to participate in this. And I really wanted to provide them a good experience. So it's about an hour or two before the workshop. And I was putting my baby girl to sleep and I was going to be feeding her to sleep. And that's usually my time that I, that I mindlessly scroll on Instagram anyways. That's my like kind of dedicated scroll time. And so I was feeling really like, I just want to go on Instagram and not feel these, these nervous feelings. I was feeling like I really just wanted to avoid all of these nerves by getting on Instagram. And so I'm about to do that. And then I, I remembered, you know, I I just need to write down how I'm feeling and then I can get on Instagram. And so again, I just opened the notes app on my phone and I wrote down how I was feeling. And 
it was so interesting because as soon as I wrote down those feelings, I didn't even want to get on Instagram anymore. I had all these ideas that I should implement into the workshop and I felt empowered and fulfilled and I felt so much more confident going into that workshop and it was awesome. It was one of those workshops that I learned so much from the participants and I felt fulfilled. And so these are just ways that making mistakes actually can help you avoid wasting time on addictive apps. So pay attention just whenever you notice that you're you're using an, your phone or you're wasting time on an addictive app, just ask yourself, wait, is this what I want to be doing? Why did I choose to do that? And then what can I do next time that will help me avoid doing this again? And this is what it means to be mindful. It doesn't mean to be perfect. It just means to be aware. It means to be aware of how our media use is making us feel, aware of how it's helping us, aware of how it's impacting us. And then we can make appropriate adjustments as we're aware of our media use. And if you want help doing this, you should definitely check out my free workshop, Six Steps to Avoid Wasting Time on Your Phone. And this will walk you through this simple process of being mindful and aware of your media use and then implementing steps to avoid wasting time on your phone. This is a challenge, navigating this world of media that we're, we're figuring this out together. And I'm excited to, to be doing this with you. Thanks for joining me today. I believe we should stop focusing on the negative aspects of screens and start using them as tools to support our values. We are the first generation learning to navigate this media-saturated society, and it is not easy. You don't have to be perfect, but as you are mindful, technology can be a tool to help you thrive. We are in this together as we figure out how to live a present, intentional life in this world consumed by screens. If you appreciated this podcast, would you make sure to leave a review and subscribe? I'm so glad you could be here today, and I'll see you next week.